Welcome to Breaking Brit. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish from my blog, and today that dish is. Drumroll, please! Neapolitan cookies. Now, I'm really in a massive cookie phase at the moment. Just a few weeks ago, I made this uh, crazy chocolatey chocolate chip cookies, and then my miso cookies have also seen a resurgence online. And just a few days ago, I spied this Neapolitan cookie by Amy Ho, who runs the super cute and inspiring food blog called Constellation Inspiration. So when I saw it, I knew I had to riff on it. And Amy from the blog, she made her Neapolitan cookies with the combination of matcha, vanilla, and strawberries. And I knew that I had to give it more of an Asian spin. And I toyed around with a few ideas, a few combination of flavors, and in the end, I landed upon one that I really think works wonders. So instead of the three flavors that Amy used, I made mine with matcha, kinako, which is a roasted soybean flour. And also black sesame, and I think the combination of those three flavors really, really worked so well together. So, if you want to read the recipe in full or want to see some of the photos for reference, it's up on my food blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. But if you're just here for the audio kitchen journey, listen on as we head to the kitchen. Okay, this week we are back in the kitchen and we're going to be making some Neapolitan cookies. Now, these uh, cookies are actually wholly inspired by a blogger, uh, Amy from Constellation Inspiration. And classically in the US, in America, Neapolitans are a sort of ice cream flavor, and they it's usually a combination of vanilla. Chocolate and strawberry, and sometimes in Malaysia you can find that as well. You know, like I think Nestle might have it. It's like a in a tub of ice cream. There are three streaks or three colors: vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. And each of them are they're, they're like white, brown, and pink, and they're laid out in the same tub. And that is a classic Neapolitan. But today, to riff on it, um, I'm gonna make it more Asian, more Japanese. In fact. And so the three flavors that we're going to go for are kinako, which is the white. We're going to do a matcha, which gives us green, and we're going to do a black sesame, which will be black or well dark brownish. So it's a uh, very much inspired by a classic Neapolitan, but turned Asian. And I think those three flavors really, really work well together. Uh, I was thinking, what other flavors can I use as well? Um, and in my head, actually, I had red bean in my mind at first, but it's a bit hard to incorporate red bean into a cookie because um, I don't want to add any extra moisture to the cookie uh, because that will change the texture. So once I have the dough, I usually add different flavorings in powder form. And so for matcha, it's going to be matcha powder. Kinako is kinako powder, and black sesame is just going to be. A uh, kind of grounded black sesame powder, which you can find at most grocery stores, really, or even bake shops, right? 
So how this uh, cookie is going to work is we're going to start off with the dough. It's a pretty classic cookie dough. And then once we have the dough done, we're going to split it into three. And then we're going to flavor them separately and combine them together again into uh, individual balls and then bake them off. So let's start off with the dough. So for the dough, we'll need, we're making about a dozen cookies here. And these are quite big cookies, uh, bear in mind. And so to start, uh, I'm going to need uh, some butter around... 220, 230 grams of butter. And this butter is at room temperature. And I've just like cubed them all up and put them into a mixer bowl for a stand mixer. And then to this, I'm going to add my sugar, about 200 grams of sugar. And I'm going to add it in and beat them for around 30 seconds to a minute just to get them a bit more fluffy and incorporated. So let's do that. So my butter is already in the bowl, I'm just adding the sugar in. Okay, now I have my butter and sugar in my mixer bowl. I'm just gonna beat it with a uh, paddle attachment and I'm just gonna uh, let it go for 30 seconds to a minute. Okay, then once I've beaten that up, I'm just going to add in an egg and some vanilla extract as well. I'm going to drop that in now. Okay. Actually, I'm going to add in a touch of salt as well, uh, just because I think for a lot of Asian or Japanese flavors in particular, a bit of salt always helps spring up, you know, like black sesame or matcha. And all these flavors really can benefit from a bit of salt. So just going to add that in. Okay, then in a separate bowl, I'm just going to uh, weigh out and sift my uh, dry ingredients. So what we need is some flour. And I'm going to use about 260 grams of all-purpose flour here. And uh, half a teaspoon of baking powder as well as a quarter teaspoon baking soda. So let me weigh that out and sift it. Seventy. And actually, you know what? To the dry ingredients, I'm just going to add in some uh, kinako powder as well. Um, and actually, we'll make the base flavor of kinako come through a lot more. So we're just going to add it into the uh, base dough itself and then add more to the kinako dough later. Oh yeah, for those who have never heard of or had kinako before, it's essentially a uh, roasted soybean flour. So they take these uh, soybeans and just roast them and just pulverize them into a powder form. And this is a really popular ingredient in Japan. And it might be a bit tricky to find in Malaysia, but if not, you can always substitute the, the base with just uh, vanilla. But I think it adds a lot of like earthiness and a really mellow flavor to uh, love cookies or desserts, right? And it just uh, grounds the dessert a bit, I think. So I'm going to add that in. 
and baking powder. Half a teaspoon. Okay. And baking soda. Just a quarter of a teaspoon of this. Okay. Now, I'm just gonna sift it. Okay, nice. Now that I have this sifted, I'm just gonna add it all into the uh, wet ingredients, the butter and sugar and eggs into the mixer. And just mix it until it's just combined. So just like 10 to 15 seconds, really. So let me do that. Okay, now that the dough has come together, I'm just gonna take it out and split it into three separate doughs. Well, I'm just gonna scoop it out into the bowl and I'm just gonna weigh it. Okay, so it's 720 grams. So I'm just gonna split this one dough into three doughs, each weighing 240 grams. Let's do that. Okay, once we've split it into three doughs, I'm gonna flavor each dough separately. So to the first one, I'm gonna add some more kinako powder. Okay, and to the second one, I'm gonna add some black sesame powder. And last but not least, the third one, I'm going to add matcha in the form of powder as well, so matcha powder. Right, and once I've put it in three flavors, I'm just going to mix them, so all the flavors incorporated. For the flavoring of each dough, you can just add like a tablespoon, maybe a tablespoon and a half of a powder to each dough. And also in the original recipe by uh, Amy, she uses uh, freeze-dried strawberries, I think, or freeze-dried raspberries and just kind of pulverized them into a powder and then added them in. So hers had a nice pink hue on it. Okay, now comes the cool part. You are going to um, make each cookie dough. And the way you make this is uh, you get around 20 grams of each dough, uh, each uh, flavor, and put them together and just roll them up into a ball. Now, you don't want to mix the flavors too much because that will sort of muddle up the distinct differences between the colors and the flavors. And so for this uh, Neapolitan-style cookies, we just want to really see the distinct flavors in the final bake. So uh, you're just gonna smush them together and give it a gentle roll into a ball. So I'll just demo one for you. So I'm gonna grab 20 grams of uh, the sesame dough. Well, just roughly 20 grams. It doesn't have to be like exact. It can be like 18 to 22, I suppose. And then I'm gonna get another 20 grams of the matcha. 
I'm just using my hands here, by the way, just because it's much easier to work with. Okay, and the last one, I'm going to get the Kinako. Okay, so now I have the three distinct flavors measured up. I'm just going to very roughly smush them together and roll them into a bowl. Okay, now I'm just going to put this in a tray and continue the same way with the other dough balls until you get around a dozen, uh, maybe more, like 12 to 14 balls. Okay, so I'm just rolling out the last one now. Just uh, cut the audio because that took quite a while. It took maybe like 10-15 minutes to roll them all out. But now I have them. I have I managed to get 13 and a half out of this. And so I'm just rolling up the last one. Okay. Now you're gonna prepare a baking tray, a lined baking tray. You can put baking paper or a silicone mat. And also a bowl of sugar. I use a, I'm using caster sugar here. And basically we're gonna roll these balls in the sugar before placing them onto the mat to bake. So let's do that. So I got my bowl of sugar here. And I'm gonna drop the ball in one by one and roll it around the sugar. So it'll be coated in the sugar and then we're gonna bake it off. So my tray isn't quite big enough to fit all 13 to bake at the same time, so I'm just going to do half of them. I'm just going to do six for the first batch and seven for the next one. So you can sort of angle them when you put it down so that it comes out on the side where you can see all three colors of the dough and it will look really nice. Got my first one, here's the second. I'm going to leave uh, some good spacing between each dough because it will expand and flatten out as it bakes. So I'm leaving about maybe like 7-8 cm gap between each one. These are quite big cookies after all. And once you have enough cookies to fit on a tray, you can put them in the oven to bake. So these are going to bake for 10 to 12 minutes at a temperature of 180 degrees Celsius. So I think I have enough for a tray and I'm just going to put it in the oven. And I'll come back in 10, 12 minutes and bring the cookie out and then we're going to let it cool down for a bit and we're going to do a taste test. Okay, I just got them out of the oven and let's do a taste test. Ooh. Okay, it's still a bit hot but it smells so good. The Kanako aroma is actually really coming through which I'm really happy about. Okay, actually, I'm just going to let it rest for another maybe like five minutes. So it will harden up a bit. And then we'll crack into it. Okay, I'm back. It's been five minutes. And let's eat. Okay, I'm just going to crack it open. Ooh, it's really soft, actually. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, you can definitely taste the matcha. Mmm. But a black sesame. Let's try. Mmm. Not as strong. But it's there. It's there. You taste it. Mmm. I'm really happy with like all together. It actually really, really works. Like the three flavors of the matcha, black sesame, and kinako really plays into each other. Mmm. Nice. It's actually a really, really coherent cookie. Mmm. Mmm. I'll add this to my 
Cookie repertoire. Alright, I'm gonna have another one. But meanwhile, hope you guys have a good week and try making this. See ya. Now that is it for this week's recipe. I hope you found this really interesting and also easy to make. And maybe, just maybe, it'll galvanize you into cooking. If you'd like to see the food recipe, you can find it on my blog at junandtonic.com or you can also keep up with all the food things I do on Instagram. I'm at jun.n.tonic. That's J-U-N dot A-N-D dot T-O-N-I-C. And finally, to listen to more episodes of this show, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9.